0: Gators Breakdown, the Gators fan podcast, because there's never a dull moment in Gator Nation. The Gators Breakdown podcast is ready to go. I am your host, David Waters, and you can find me on Twitter at Gator Dave underscore SCC and joining you right now, right after it has been announced that Florida and Michigan will play in a new year's six bowl game, the Peach Bowl in Atlanta, the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl, that is, so... Florida and Michigan are going to meet again before we break it down. Remember, you can find Gators Breakdown on newsforjacks.com slash Gators Breakdown. You'll find all the episodes there. Also, catch us on iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, Spotify, all those services. And when you're on those services, please share, rate, and review the show. And on social media, follow Gators Breakdown on Twitter and Facebook at Gators Breakdown. So when it's all said and done, college football rankings come out. The Gators are ranked 10th, uh, fell one spot. After championship week and uh, you know, now getting m- matched up against uh, Michigan in the Peach Bowl, not really a surprise there. Ohio State going to the Rose Bowl, representing the Big Ten there. Since they didn't make the playoff, they were, uh, Peach Bowl was probably going to take the next available Big Ten team, seeing as they had Central Florida last year and another group of five school, I think the year before that or two years before that. They've had a lot of group of five schools uh, in the Peach Bowl, so that's why most people saw a Florida-Michigan matchup uh coming along. So, yeah, Gators ranked 10th in the college football playoff going against uh this Michigan team. And uh let's see what uh, Dan Mullen had to say uh about this matchup. So, uh we're looking forward to our trip to Atlanta for the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. I'm proud of our team of how they have embraced everything this year and finished strong and now they get the reward of playing in a high-profile bowl game for the opportunity to win 10 games. We will have some more time off to focus on academics and get our bodies right before we get back to work, prepare for the game, enjoy our time in Atlanta, which is a special city for us and our fans. And Athletic Director Scott Strickland also says, uh, we are honored to accept a bid to play in the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. I'm happy for Coach Mullen, his staff, and the players who put in a lot of work to have the opportunity to play in the New Year's Six Bowl game. It will be a great week in Atlanta for our players, staff, and fans. Uh, Speaking of fans, uh, many of you are disappointed out there uh, that it's a Florida-Michigan matchup again. Of course, it is the opener uh, from last season, the 2017 season. It was Felipe Frank's first start as the Gators quarterback there. So I think the big storyline for me in this game is Felipe Frank's getting a little redemption uh, for that game, uh, his first start. Uh, We all remember that game in Dallas to kick off the 2017 season. Much better coaching staff now. Much better system for Felipe Franks. Felipe Franks, a much better quarterback right now, going against a, uh, a Michigan defense that probably is just as good as what the uh, Florida faced uh, back in 2017 in, in the opener. There, uh, they're coming off, of course. Uh, we'll review their. I'll review their season before we get there. But of them, uh, right now, also they're coming off of a uh, big time loss. Uh, last week versus Ohio State that put Ohio State in the Big Ten title game and them making the Big Ten champs after beating Northwestern, but uh, Yeah, that's basically how it all ended up there with with, with Florida and Michigan So I think that's the storyline, but I'll go back to the fans uh, yeah, and yeah I've gotten a lot of feedback uh, even before when it will look like this game was going to be the matchup uh, That a lot of you out there not really um Not really happy with this one. Uh, Game, December 29th, the noon kickoff. uh, So that will be um, played the same day as the college football playoff games as well. So it kicked off that Saturday uh, as well. So, yeah, many of you out there, uh, no fly zone telling me kind of boring matchup, to be honest, but still need to win this time. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Coach Clay, I like us. Uh, Gator Ace, dang, Michigan again. Uh, Kyle CR, boring. That's the uh, so, and a lot of people, yeah, a lot of people upset with it. But you know, there's a revenge factor here for Florida. Uh, we all know these how these Florida-Michigan games have been going lately, <laughs> and not uh, not so good uh, for the Gators when you when you look at it. In, in the Florida-Michigan matchups, most of those, of course, being in a bowl game, except for last year's opener. Uh, like I said, so and uh, so nine and three Gators versus a ten and two Michigan team, fifth time in school history. Um, three of the four matchups coming in postseason bowl games, the Wolverines have defeated the Gators in all four, uh, uh meetings there, uh, coming in as, uh, well, uh, they got, they got their numbers on there on the official, uh, website. said fifth time in school history, but they, uh, said Wolverines have defeated the Gators in all four meetings. So, uh, let's see series history. Of course, I mentioned last year, 33-17 Michigan, in 2017, uh, 2016 was the Citrus Bowl, of course, 41-7 Michigan. There. Uh, the uh, 2008 bowl game with 2007 season, uh, Michigan 41 35 over the Tim Tebow led Gators there. Uh, 2003, 38 uh, 30 Michigan win uh, there. So that's the four matchups uh, there that Michigan has won. Um, the, the matchups, uh, when you go and, and look at it, uh, 44th bowl appearance for the Gators, 22 21 overall. And we'll be playing in a New Year's bowl game for the 8th. Eight- 10th time so gator fan go out there get your tickets in atlanta atlanta's always a fun trip it'd be the first time the gators get to play in the uh, mercedes-benz dome there so you know hopefully we were hopefully thinking the first time would be a sec championship but uh gonna get the peach bowl here uh for the gators so let's take a quick look at uh this michigan football team uh and like i said they they book their season with some losses uh, by starting with Notre Dame, lost that game 24-17 to Notre Dame. And then, of course, uh, ended the season last week uh, losing as well to Ohio State. So, um, yeah, 10-2 season for them. Uh, like I said, 24-17, lost to Notre Dame. Then they beat Western Michigan 49-3, to SMU 45-20, to Nebraska 56-10, to beat Northwestern 20-17, three-point game there. Uh, Maryland, which gave some Big Ten teams some trouble this year, not necessarily Michigan. Forty-two to twenty-one, Michigan win there. They beat uh, Wisconsin thirty-eight to thirteen. Michigan State twenty-one to seven, blew out Penn State forty-two to seven. Rutgers forty-two to seven as well. Indiana thirty-one to twenty, and then the season ender is sixty-two to thirty-nine loss to Ohio State. Uh, Looking at some of the statistics that Michigan would be bringing to the table, uh, points per game, 36.8 points per game, holding their opponents to 17.6 there. So, uh, yeah, you can. They, they, Shea Patterson comes in. That offense gets a little better as the season goes on. The defense, as I mentioned, the stalwart, except again, that (laughs) that game against Ohio State last week, Uh, that game really, really, really got away from them. And uh, you could, you know, definitely tell there Michigan comes in with this game. uh, Let's see. Averaging five yards a carry 214 yards per game, limiting their opponents to 3.4 yards a carry and 116 yards per game. So, you know, there we go. I think, uh, you know, seeing this Gator team, uh, I think they should be able to run the ball a bit better. And, you know, we're going to go back to that game last year. So much in preview in this game. Uh, Look, we're not going to be able to take too much away from that. Uh, of course, there's a season that Jim McElwain ended up being fired. You had all of the credit card suspensions. That was the first game of dealing with all that. It was Felipe Frank's first start. So, you know, while, and, you know, I'll be guilty of it myself, we'll go back to that game enough and look at it. But I don't think we'll be able to glean at, at, at it too much. And you're know, just looking at the stats here, you know, quickly, just as like I said, 3.4 yards of rush. Michigan's defense has given up 12 only you know, 12 touchdowns. Twelve rushing touchdowns on the year. Well, I mean, you know, we, we know what the Gators want to do uh, and, and need to do to, to win games. Go rush over for over two hundred yards, like they've done for eight times this year, uh, and you know that probably keeps this game close. I think it's. I think this is a pretty good matchup, honestly, uh, for a close game's sake. Uh, long as, as long as Florida can limit this Michigan ground game, that does a you know, five yards a carry uh, here and two hundred fourteen yards a game there. You know, limit limit them to under two hundred. You get your two hundred. Uh, you got to like your chances there. Uh, in the passing game, 8.2 yards per pass for Michigan, 12.8 yards per catch. Uh, and they're throwing for 212 yards a game, or basically 213 yards a game. You're only giving up 146 yards a game uh, in, in passing on defense. Uh, they're limiting their opponents to 146 yards in the air. So, you know, mentioned 200 yards rushing. Florida's probably got to get around that 200 yard mark in passing as well. Can Felipe Franks keep the uh, his streak going uh, with that second half performance against South Carolina that carried over to Idaho and FSU? Can it carry into the bowl game as well? So average offense per game for Michigan's 427 yards a game and limiting their opponents to 262 total yards a games. So yeah, you know we'll definitely definitely break down this game more. I just wanted to. Tell you. Get the initial reaction out here of uh, of the Florida Michigan game here, and um, uh, I think it's a, I think it's a pretty good matchup for Florida. Honestly, uh, um, don't want to harp like I said too much on that 2017 game. I think this uh, with Dan Mullen um, giving him time to prepare. I remember and you know, don't really can glean too much from this too, but his Mississippi State team uh, played Michigan here uh, in a, in the uh, Layer Gator Bowl. Uh, one year there and uh, Mississippi State blew that team out there. So, you know, we'll end up seeing uh, how, how it goes here when it's all said and done. Uh, I know a lot of people out there wanted the Florida Central Florida matchup. And, uh, you know, and I mentioned it before, too. It would be it would be good if you could end the season by beating FSU Central Florida and then Miami to open up next year. But uh, I mean, I, I honestly, I don't mind playing Michigan again. I'd, uh, I don't think it's necessarily a boring matchup because we have played them so much um i was okay with michigan or central florida to be honest uh i think uh i think tickets will sell you got two big gigantic fan bases and like i said florida's first time playing atlanta in this new dome Uh, i think some people will be uh, will be making a trip there some people wanted the florida penn state matchup uh out there as well you know the matchup against james franklin so yeah you know we'll kind of kind of see uh where it ends up as far as it. the excitement level, I think uh, when it's all said and done, I think uh, pretty good, exciting matchup and uh, New Year's Day weekend, uh, Saturday game that noon in Atlanta. I mean, I'm OK with it. You know, not going to bother me uh, too much playing Michigan again. Uh, let's see. Well, another key stat here for Michigan, 49 uh, percent conversion rate on third downs uh, for them and limiting their opponent to 32 percent on third down uh, they've sacked the quarterback 31 times this year it's a pretty good number there and limited uh their opponents to getting 18 sacks uh there so florida michigan in the peach bowl and i'll go look on social media here on twitter and see if anybody else has said uh much but uh thanks for all the interaction uh, the last few days and i'll i'll talk about the college football playoff here too uh, just in just in general and uh, the thoughts there um, as well. But I I am kind of surprised at the disappointment in playing Michigan again from the from the fan base uh, here. Uh, I don't think uh, I think Florida will be up for the game. You, you as Dan Mullins first season. Hey, you're nine and three. As he said, you got a chance to go get 10 wins. And uh, in, in the season on a good note, you beat your rival in FSU. Recruiting is going pretty well right now, especially for 2020 and 2021. Uh, and you, know, you just keep that keep that positive mojo out there. This game will be played after the early signing day So it won't, re- won't really affect that too much and I don't think a uh, bowl game affects recruiting all that much Anyway, it is important to get these 15 uh, practices coming up here uh, And you know, and now you get to stretch them out even more of course playing in a in a later bowl game uh, There so it would be interesting to, to see if Emory jones plays and how much he plays you know he, he can play in this game and steal red shirt so will they have a package for Emory jones given that he and a lot of the other young guys you know, copeland and um some of the the defenders that we've got this uh, you know uh, on that the defensive side of the ball. You know, and probably get some guys healthy uh, as well. Not too many injuries to, to, to be really taken care of, but uh, nicks and bruises and all that can really be taken care of. I'm sure they've already done that. Not much practicing going on uh, since last week anyway. So, you know, how much do these young guys get in here? How much do they get into the game plan? I do think we'll see Emory a little bit. Uh, when it's all said and done, you know, the result of a bowl game doesn't really matter too much. Uh, yes, it's just a game you want to win. You want to win out there. You want to win every time you go out there. Uh, but uh, when, when it's all said and done, it's really more about these 15 practices leading up to the game and um, getting experience for the for the young guys. And I do think Emmy Jones, uh, I don't think he'll have a huge part uh, in, in this game. I really don't, uh, especially with the way Franks is playing. And uh, I don't think it plays into it too much, but I would like to see Franks go out there, play, kind of make up for uh the performance against michigan last year and when when it's all uh when it's all said and done hopefully he comes out here uh he's on the winning side of of this game i think there's probably a little more incentive for him uh in this game going back to last year and look we've seen how he plays with a little bit of chip on his shoulder and maybe he carries that into this game whatever you can take to motivate you to go play your best game we saw it against south carolina in the shushing of the crowd and i think he's kind of took that moment and used it uh, as well we've seen some tougher running from him uh, the last few games and uh, I think that's part of play calling as well as the, they put it out there uh, in, in the game plan for pay Franks to run some more so you know this defense that that uh, uh, going against with, with Michigan hey it's going to be tough I mean, this is going to be the best if you know one of the best if not the best defense um they've they, they've played so far uh, this year. Uh, you know, so we'll see uh, where it ends up going here. But uh, of course, a couple players uh, to watch out for when you're playing this Michigan team: Karan Higdon, 224 attempts with uh, 1,220 yards, 10 touchdowns on the year. He averages 107 yards uh, a game. Chris Evans, of course, I remember him from uh, last year too. Played in uh, uh, 10 games this year, 411 yards there. Uh, Shay Patterson, of course, mentioned him as being the quarterback. Uh, who transferred from Ole Miss? Everybody knows him uh, from that time there. Uh, 154.2 uh, efficiency rate for him. So he's completed 188 uh, passes out of 289 attempts, five interceptions, 21 touchdowns on the year, and uh, 2,364 yards, and averages 197 yards a game there. Favorite target on the year. Uh they spread the ball out between their um, top three receivers, but of course everybody knows Donovan People Jones here. Um, of course, I mean, let's see. Played in all 12 games here, 39 receptions for 541 yards, averages about 14 yards, uh, a catch, seven touchdowns on the year. So he leads in receptions and he leads in touchdowns. So Donovan People Jones, I think we know who Christopher Henderson's gonna be on. (laughs) So uh hey, look, and he uh you know, made the, made their statement early in the season last year. There's DBs for Florida in this Michigan game. So um, we'll see how it goes there. As long as catch of the year, Dominic Peoples-Jones is 79 yards. Um, there, Nico Collins, also all 12 games, uh, 33 receptions, 552 yards, 16.7. So he's got the highest, um, as far as their top three receivers, he's got the highest average was 16.7. Yards a catch six touchdowns, so only one behind Peoples Jones and the fifty-two yard catch. There, uh, Tarik Black, you know uh, the one big name that we know. Only played in five games this year. Uh, we'll kind of see where he stands and when it's all said and done uh, going into this game. But uh, Donna Peoples Jones, Nico Collins, and Zach Gentry, um, Gentry, there uh, the receivers you need to watch out for when playing this Michigan team. And what to look out for on offense, but I think we know you know it's going to be that defense that um, it's going to be just what, what Florida has to figure out to come out with a victory here. Devin Bush, of course, and Chase Winovich. I mean, you know what those guys bring. You guys out there watch college football about as much as I do. If you listen to this podcast, you know <laughs> I know you I know you out there watch football too. Chase Winovich. I mean, fourteen and a half tackles for loss this year, four sacks. Devin Bush, nine and a half tackles for loss. Uh, Five yards or five sacks on the year. I mean, those those guys you're going to have to watch out for. Bush with 80 tackles. Winovich with 62. Tyree Kennel, 70 tackles. So those three guys, Winovich, Kennel, Devin Bush. I mean, those are uh, when you come up to the line of scrimmage and or uh, actually start well before then. You know, this is the type of, especially Winovich and and Bush. Those are guys you're going to have to game plan for. Uh, Mullen, Frank's going to have to know where those guys are at all times. And yeah, and, and game plan around them. I mean, we've saw we've seen the game plan around, um, you know, the Mississippi State defense and the LSU defense and the FSU defense and, and the talent all those defenses bring. Uh, and Florida came out for the most part being able to you know do some do some good things uh, against those defenses. Well, this is one you're going to have some time to time to scheme for. And uh, when I saw, um, at the end of the day, I mean, those are you know that's what you're going to have. Those are the guys you're going to have to look out for. Um. So let's see how many sacks of the, I'm trying to get all these notes together. I was mentioning it, 31 sacks on a year. I did say that earlier. Uh, so yeah, they get, they get to the quarterback and uh, get to the quarterback uh, for, for a good bit. 80 tackles for losses this year as well. That's a good number there too. So just as we said, we, we know this Michigan's defense good. We knew it last going into last year's game. We know it going into this year's game as well. If you watched them all season, you know, how they bounce back after that Michigan or Ohio state uh, pounding that they got in the the on the season finale. That'd be a good question too. Are they kind of disappointed coming into this game, looking like they were going to be going um, to uh, they they had their sights set on a college football playoff berth, going against Ohio State, and they got got their teeth kicked in. So how how is Michigan going? How is Michigan going to respond by playing Florida in, in this game? You know, are, are they bored <laughs> by playing Florida so much uh, in recent years? You know, all, all, only. Oh, if you select players, you know, they played in last year's game, of course. So they they haven't got to see the matchup as much as uh, us fans have. So you get to see uh, old Jim Harbaugh again. Jim Harbaugh and the Gators. Uh, He's uh, done pretty well against the Gators in the the two matchups he's coached uh, so far. So you'll see. See where it goes. See where it goes. Uh, I like the matchup for the Gators. I think it's definitely a very winnable game. I I would have, you know, pretty much any game Florida could have had in the Peach Bowl would have been a winnable game. I'm not saying they were going to win. I think a winnable game. Central Florida, winnable game. Michigan, winnable game. Penn State, winnable game. Only one I didn't like is if somehow uh, you got you slaughtered to the sugar if Georgia wins uh, the SEC championship game. And you got to go against Oklahoma. The Gator team ain't ready for that yet. (laughs) Uh, Are they worthy of the top 10? And I know I see that thought still out there. Are the Gators still worthy of a top 10? We covered it uh, on the panel uh, this past week. Yes, absolutely. I mean, the, the resume speaks for itself. I mean, people can go out there, all oh, double digit loss to Kentucky. Come on. I mean, watch the games. Don't get sit here and go by final scores and all that. You go out there and you know what happened in the Kentucky game. Yeah, Florida gave up 300 yards. It was still one score, very close, one possession game uh, going into it before the sack, fumble, and, and Kentucky scoring all that. Uh, Missouri, hey, they end up being a ranked team right now. Uh, you beat LSU, who everybody's still giving a whole lot of credit for um especially when they're vouching for georgia and <laughs> beating a very good lsu team which florida you know they got uh, georgia got beat by them well florida actually beat them so yeah this whole narrative that florida is in a top 10 team hey maybe in years past maybe not but for the 2018 season and as it stands right now hey look we'll get to prove it as well uh when they go against michigan uh but yeah florida is a top 10 team worthy of a new Year's sixth bowl game worthy of going against michigan in atlanta and um yeah uh, about all i can say about that college football playoff of course alabama clemson notre dame oklahoma there's your top four so we get the alabama oklahoma matchup clemson notre dame matchup and hey look i think they got it right um that that, that was before i move on that'd be kind of all what i speak to about florida michigan uh, will miles and i will have another show uh, uh tomorrow to discuss uh our thoughts more on the game and uh and uh, kind of the, the matchup itself, a quick glance at the matchup, kind of what I've done here tonight or today as well. And we'll go even deeper tomorrow when we look at it. And, of course, we'll have plenty, plenty previews coming up, leading up in the next month or so uh, before this game gets kicked off. So I mentioned, yeah, Alabama goes against Oklahoma, Clemson versus Notre Dame. I think the college football committee got it right. I don't think Georgia should have been in. I don't think Ohio State should have been in especially Georgia. I mean, come on Uh 20 point loss to LSU um, losing to Alabama. Was that a game that could have should have won? Yeah, maybe uh, at times, but at some point the results on the scoreboard have to matter. And sometimes I don't think we know what the committee is asking for in best, but it's got to be who, what four teams had the best season. Not the best four teams right now. Not the best four teams that got hot at the right moment. What teams, and that's what we talk so much about college football and why we love college football, because the regular season matters. Because the season matters. So my criteria, and why I think they got it right, is the teams, the four best teams that had the best season. And to me, that's the four teams that are in the college football playoff right now. Ohio State, their blowout loss to Purdue. Nope, sorry, you're out of there. Oklahoma, they avenged their loss to Texas. That's why I think I I put them in there. Is that defense terrible? Absolutely. Is that offense elite? Is that offense record-breaking? Absolutely. So I think uh, them avenging their loss to Texas puts them in above Georgia, above Ohio State. I have no problem with Notre Dame being in there. I know people draw the conclusion that they don't play in the conference and they don't play a conference championship game. Well, Alabama didn't play in one either last year. Alabama was sitting home because they lost to Auburn. And nobody had a problem with them getting in. Notre Dame, their schedule was tough enough. Was it? Was it a usually tough Notre Dame schedule? No, but you know USC wasn't good. Uh, Stanford, not the same Stanford team. Um, But look, the Syracuse team that took, you know, that could have, should have, would have beat Clemson. Notre Dame blew out. Um, They beat the Michigan team uh, as well. I know it's uh, the first game of the season. They've changed quarterbacks. They've actually gotten better uh, since that point. They're coming off some pretty good. Uh, performances toward the end of the season, and like I mentioned against Syracuse and the rivalry game against USC. So I have no problem with Notre Dame only playing 12 games, not playing a conference championship. I don't think you have to be a conference champion to get into a playoff, into the college football playoff. Never been about that. I never be about that. I don't believe in auto bids. Uh, look, I know we've debated it so much <laughs> on Twitter the last couple of days. Uh, six teams is about my limit. I have no problem with four. If it's you give me a choice, I say stick it at four leave it at four. Uh, but if so, if you got to expand, no more than six. Uh, but I think they got it right with the four this year. Alabama, you know, you've had a very close game, very uh, game. Maybe they should have lost. We don't know. Uh, but once Tua got out and he wasn't able to move around, kind of ad-lib with some plays with the way he was injured, that's what made the difference. And uh, they end up, uh, when Hurts come in, and he was able to ad-lib and extend plays. Uh, that was the difference in, in beating Georgia along with their defense in the second half. And Clemson, I mean, Clemson's Clemson right now. I mean, the second best team in the nation. I think, um, you know, I think right now from what we saw with Bama and Georgia, I think Clemson uh, has a pretty good case. Uh, but you could maybe pick them um, it's to be the team to win it all this year. But I still think it's going to be Bama or Clemson all said and done that Oklahoma offense does uh you know can't can worry some uh, a little bit we'll see if it uh, gets in any kind of track meet with Oklahoma and, and Alabama but uh I think Alabama and Clemson when it's all said and done and those guys will meet again uh in the college football national championship so that's gonna do it uh for this episode I wanted just to get my reaction out there Florida draws Michigan in the Chick-fil-a Peach Bowl as i said uh, december 29th noon game in atlanta in the mercedes-benz dome so gator fans haven't ha- we haven't really been uh, ha- well haven't not really haven't been there to play a game in there haven't played in atlanta to, since the georgia dome been there so it'd be uh nice to to get to see the gators in the, in this new uh, almost still almost brand new uh kind of spaceship looking stadium uh the mercedes-benz dome uh there in atlanta so hopefully uh, a lot of gator fans make the track and a lot of people have asked me uh what side the gators are sitting on and all that stuff. I have no idea. Haven't really uh, been able to check out it. I wanted to come straight to here uh, to YouTube and, uh, and the podcast and and come out here and and you guys get my thoughts and all that good stuff about Florida's matchup uh, with Michigan. So as I mentioned, Will miles and I will have another episode uh, to kind of carry out uh, more of the reaction of Florida and Michigan. We'll get uh, what the Michigan side of things have to say uh, in the next day or so and uh, talk about it on the podcast and get Will's thoughts on, um, and what this Florida offense maybe can do against this Michigan defense uh, when it's all uh, when we get back together here on uh, uh, the day after uh, the announcement of Florida-Michigan in the Peach Bowl. So it's all said and done. The Gators are 10th in the college football playoff heading into this game playing Michigan in the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl. I'm your host of Gators Breakdown, David Waters. You can find me on Twitter at GatorDave_SCC. underscore SCC. You guys and girls out there, thanks for listening to this episode of Gators Breakdown.